Hey guys, welcome back to Simply Talk, a show brought to you by Simply Creative. My name is Andres Sarmiento, and I'm the host of this show. Uh, along with me is my co-host, Jeffrey Cradney. Today, we have a special guest. How do you say your last name, though? Because I never actually heard your last name. It's uh, pronounced Duque. Duque. Okay, all right. Got it. All right. Now, you can um, say like Martha Duque. Martha Duque. Why does that sound like it could be French or something like that? It or is. am I tripping? Oh, it is French. It is. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I Googled it. I'm, I'm Look Colombian, at that. But when I Googled my last name, it's French origin. Did you ever ask your family about that? I don't know, actually. If I did, they have no idea. Like, I, I know that for sure. They're like, oh, we have no idea. I've asked them similar questions about me and they're just like, huh, we actually don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? Same thing. My last name, it's German from what I've heard, but my family's like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. We know we're all Colombian. That's all we know. <laughs> right, right. Well, somewhere down the line, you were French. Right. Somewhere down the line. So, what? Who is Marta? Tell the audience. Oh, Marta. Marta is a feisty Colombiana. Uh, <laughs> I I'm a very very active person. I do a lot of things. I do jujitsu is one of them. I gotta get back into it. It's been a while since I. It's been like three months. I want to say I play basketball. I do. Uh, football, soccer. I did dance classes as well. I'm trying to get back into that. I did silk rope classes, actually. That was actually super fun. Uh, like I was saying to you guys before, very quirky, very out there, making a lot of facial expressions. That's one of the reasons why I kind of knew that I was like, I have to be an actress. I've seen myself in videos and my face muscle, like my facial muscles do not stop moving. And I'm just like, I, I just, just got to use this. This is great. <laughs> you were made for TV. That's what that was. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's hilarious seeing myself in videos. I didn't watch all of it yet, but I was watching your read with you and uh, Gladys. My read with her? The, yeah, you guys did it on, on, on Zoom for Filmgate. Oh, yes, the table read, yes. You, you forgot all about that. <laughs> I was like with Glay. Uh, yeah, my bad, Gladys. Do people call her Glay? Oh, no, yeah, I call her Glay all oh, the time. Oh, I just, oh, the okay. last time I read with her was in acting class a year and a half ago. Oh, dang. That yeah. is a long time ago. She's taking a different acting class or? I think she's still taking the same one. Yeah. But right now oh. it's Zoom. Oh, okay. Okay. You rather in person. Gotcha. I, you know, I, I can't say what exactly what you guys are saying, but right. you know, it was entertaining. When I read the script and I found out Glay was doing the other girl, I was like, oh, that's going to be funny. She was going in, you know, yeah. you were trying to be the mediator and all of it, but I, I got to finish watching it though. Oh no, it's fine. No worries. Thank you for watching some of it. At least that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I was trying to be the mom of the situation. Yeah. You definitely, you definitely had that down packed. I ain't gonna lie. How do you find yourself doing so many things? I guess that's also like the actress in me. You could literally be any job occupation. Acting is just putting yourself in someone else's shoes or transforming into a brand new person. And that can include anything. I think just me naturally, I've always loved that. I've always wanted to be everything. I wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to be a lawyer. And each has its own specific reasons. Doctor, I want to help people save lives. Lawyer, I like to like argue sometimes. I just, I'm so intrigued by everything around me. I just want to try it. I want to learn. Because at the end of the day, like this might sound morbid, but of course everyone knows we're all going to die. I want to be able to try everything that I can for as long as I can. And once I learn a subject, if I fall in love with it, I'll stay with it. But then maybe I want to try something different, something I've never done before. And it's it fulfills me and it helps me grow, helps me see the world in different perspectives. There's so many benefits of trying something new and doing a bunch of things. I don't know why some people just don't because they're scared. You're just going to benefit from something. You're going to gain some knowledge. I see it that same way. I probably don't express it that morbidly. 
but I tell, <laughs> I put it more in like, um, I don't want to be 40 years old and look back and say, damn, I wish I did all this. I wish I tried acting. I wish I tried filmmaking. I wish I tried doing a podcast. Shit. I'd rather give it a try and see how I feel about it than live with the regret or the curiosity of like, damn, what if? The older you get, the more like distractions you may have. I'm not saying that when you're 40, 50, 60 plus, you're not going to be able to. Let's say you get to the point when you're, I don't know, 60 years old and you kind of realize some things like, damn, I wish I would have done this when I was younger. You owe it to yourself, even at that age, to try your best to make that happen before you die. And yes, if you have obstacles and priorities, responsibilities in the way, of course, that needs to get done. But you really do have to think about yourself at one point be like okay I'm taking care of everybody else and everything else I have to make time for me I want to do this I've never done this so I have to prioritize myself even at this age to get that done because I don't want to be on my deathbed thinking I wish I would have tried harder because when you're dead you're dead and I think of it like I think about death but in a healthy way one day this is it that's it I'm done and I think of it as it's, it's going to be a beautiful thing because that's it. My role here is over, but I want it to be meaningful. And I owe it to myself to do that. One advice I always tell myself that people don't take the time to really like just reflect on it is it's okay to be selfish for yourself. Like sometimes you need to be selfish. You need to consider what is best for you. What is best for my growth? If sometimes you have to sacrifice certain commodities or certain people. Yeah, even if it bothers them. In my perspective, people are always going to either support you or hold you back. So if you truly believe in me or want to see what's best for me, let me make my mistakes. Let me explore. Sometimes it's okay to be selfish. Sometimes you need to be selfish to discover who you really are. Nowadays, we're surrounded by so many distractions and perspectives that we don't allow ourselves to say, hey, what do I want? Yeah, yeah, of course. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. What was it? Who, who said that? Was it? I can't remember, but uh, all the world is a stage. That's Shakespeare, right? Shakespeare or it might be. or Alexander the Great. The world is a show and we're just merely actors in it. So we, we play our part. And when curtain calls, that that's it. You either be happy with your performance, your life's work at that time. I think a lot of actors do think about that a lot. You know, they, they think about, okay, when the end comes, have I done everything that I wanted with yeah. my life? And you're right. It is William Shakespeare. I yeah. just Googled it. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Nice. All right. <laughs> Not even going to front. 11th grade. That was a uh, 11th grade. I heard that and we had to do like an essay on it and stuff like that. But um, but speaking <laughs> of that, just to go on the other side of that, you mentioned something in, in the chat about people expecting actors to be fearless. You know, actors are, are, are human beings. And they have insecurities. You don't remember saying that? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. Now, okay. You, said okay. That, I <laughs> you do mention being fearless in your life, but when it comes to acting it, it's it's a little bit different so for my acting I'm very confident in it um I'm not cocky I am very fully well aware that I still need a lot more practice more training more experience 100% there's still more work to be done um it's my singing that I am not yet singing okay <laughs> yes gotcha. yeah um and that's what I, I was explaining where like you know in my opinion you can be fearless and kind of insecure at the same time because even with acting, although I am very confident in it, there are moments where I might get an audition for this really, really big role. And I start thinking, okay, okay, I'm, I'm confident I can do this. Let's go. And sometimes my brain starts telling me like, oh, you're going against like maybe 20,000 other talents. 
that might have more experience than you. LA, New York, you're from Florida, blah, 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 and all this stuff. And sometimes it gets to me and I start getting a little insecure and I start getting into my head. So at that point, it's just really where you just got to remind yourself and find the strength. Hey, like I am unique in my own way. There's still something different about me than everyone else. Just like how everyone else, I'm not like them. They're unique in their own way. So I just got to find out what my uniqueness is and how I can use it and show it to them. And hopefully it, it's, it's a perfect match. I don't know if you ever saw the breakdown for with actors when they get when they get auditions. Oh, but yeah. you, 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 you've seen the breakdown? Yeah, like of their character? No, like, so, okay. So what I'm referring to is like, because you mentioned like you're going against so many people. Mm-hmm. When you get the audition, you actually beat out like 2,000 or sometimes 4,000, 5,000 people. And it, then it comes down to when you have the audition, it's really only like 200 of you for that role. And then if you get the call back, it's really only a few of you then. So getting the audition is like an accomplishment in itself because some people that are getting submitted, they're not getting it out of those 4,000, 5,000, 6,000 people. I didn't know that until maybe like a year and a half ago, no, maybe two years ago. And I was like, dang, it eases the mind a little bit knowing that your audition just isn't any audition for a casting director. Like, I saw something in this person. We want this person to audition for the role. That's cool. I didn't know that either. You're right. Now I'm thinking about all the other ones where I submitted, like, myself, I cleared and I didn't get it. I'm just like, oh. Oh, shit. I didn't mean to do that. Then the flip side (laughs) of the coin. Oh, damn it. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) That's cool. That's cool. That's good to know. But yeah, singing, singing is definitely something that I want to start establishing more within myself because I realized it's probably I realized it during quarantine but I took action I want to say four months ago where I'm just like I am literally being someone who is so scared right now and so insecure and not even willing to work on it and this is some talent that I could apply to my acting and apply to my career that could help me and what am I doing I'm being scared and I always told myself that I don't want to do that. I don't want to be scared to try things and, and to do them. I want to just do it. I just want to try it out. I had to first take time to think about why I feel insecure about it. And I had to dig really deep because I needed to go to the root of the problem. And it's when I realized that it was because of my bullying. I Going back to that, I was always told that my voice uh, was ugly, that people wanted me to shut up. They didn't like hearing me. And it was because... I, I cannot sing like Ariana Grande or Demi Lovato. I can't hit those high notes. I, I don't have an angelic soft voice like that. I have kind of like a, like a low belty kind of voice. I'm very comfortable with low notes than high. I can hit some high, but not too high. And I have a raspy voice. I can use it if I wanted to. So when I was younger, that's how I sang. And it wasn't, I guess, common because all the other girls were like, like I couldn't do that. Um, I felt like I had a bad voice and I never really heard a lot of women on the radio that had my kind of voice until I started growing up more. I was like, oh, like this uh, rock and roll singer sounds kind of like me, like Katie Tunstall. I think I'm pronouncing her last name right. Katie Turnstall, something like that. Uh, Black Horse and a Cherry Tree. I think that's a song that's called. And I was like, man, I love that song. And I can sing that song. That's where I'm comfortable in. And I was like, you know what? I got to stop thinking that I'm a bad singer because I'm not. I'm good. I am. Do I go flat? Yes. Do I need practice? Lots. But I'm not terrible. I kind of love how like you're answering my question before even asking it. Like you're almost in my head. I was about to, I mean, you you initiated it because I was going to ask you like, what are your steps or procedure to kind of like overcome those fears or those insecurities? And how do you find your 
your confidence through it all. And everyone has different approaches, of course. How do you get from point A to point Z when you're in the mental state of, I want to try starting this. I want to do this. I want to try it. If I'm really, really scared or really insecure about it, I thankfully am very well aware that it has to stem from something. Everything stems from something. Everything connects in its own way. So in order to uh, fix this issue and to get over it, I need to find the root of it. I need to dig it from like the ground up. I can't just, you know, half-ass it in a way. So I just really had to, I literally had to sit down right here in the same exact place I'm in and think, why am I so insecure? Why do I not like it when people hear me sing? And for example, why do I not believe people when I do sing in front of them and they say they like my voice and that I sound so pretty and why don't I sing more often? And I realized that specific thing. I was like, whenever I sing in front of someone and they say, wow, your voice is so pretty. The first thing that goes in my head is, damn, why are you lying to me? Why are you lying to my face? Why don't you just tell me the truth and that I'm bad? Because that's what I was told when I was younger. And that's like the truth now for some reason. My brain's like, they're lying. They're just being nice to you. And I had to change that. And it was so hard. It's still hard. When someone compliments me on my singing, I used to go, oh yeah, no, uh, uh, thanks. But yeah, no, I mean, no, it's fine. Like, it's fine. Yeah. I would just get so uncomfortable. And now I just kind of like sit there and smile really awkwardly and just say, thank you. And just kind of look away. And I have a battle in my head because when I say that I say, thank you. And I look away and then now I'm fighting myself in my head because my, my voice is saying, she's lying. She's lying. And I'm like, no, she's not. No, she's not. You're good. You're good. You're good. She's telling the truth. Stop. That's a constant challenge I'm still dealing with. I'm not, it's not over. I still have to tell myself that. So now that I know what the root of the problem was, I now just have to be disciplined enough to just change it. Well, guess what? I heard you sing and you can sing. Oh my God, you did? <laughs> I heard you sing and you can sing. Oh, on Instagram? On Instagram. I think it was Little Mermaid. Was it Little Mermaid? It, it was. was. Little Mer- yeah i gotta stay on top of the acting homies you know what i mean so i whenever someone posts something i do check it out you know i'm not one of those people that just scroll and i was like oh she can sing no but you also sing um it was i can't think of someone song you sung it was another song no it wasn't spanish it was no yeah you know what you sung it in spanish and you sung it in english i believe i think yeah 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 so i did a spanish song it was a different song but in spanish and then the second one english one i think it was thinking out loud thinking out loud yes that was it. Yeah, yeah. That was Thank good you. too. Was <laughs> Thank good. you. I really appreciate it. I, like I said, I, I definitely want to keep practicing because there's, there's, I'm starting to really listen to myself now and be like, okay, I know where I went flat. Okay, mm-hmm. let me fix this. Got to work on my breathing, stuff like that. But thank you. I, I really welcome. appreciate that. And I believe you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm dead serious. I, I was sitting there. I was like, you know what? I can see her doing a show off Broadway based on her voice. Oh, stop. That's awesome. I, I would actually love to do that one day. Oh, that would be amazing. Maybe yeah. she can uh, maybe she can motivate you to be on the line team this time around, Jeffrey. Bro, if I had the voice talk, I, oh, do man, it, bro. I'm telling you, Just I don't, do it. I can't sing. Practice I can't it. sing. Bro, like, I, 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 I need someone to. I, I can't speak. Me. I have to pay someone. I can't speak for, for everyone watching this or even within us, but like, Martha should be like a source of inspiration because she kind of like literally if she puts her mind onto something she's gonna make sure that she tries or fails but at least tries she made sure that she remembers that because she got a tattoo and what's that tattoo it's just do it <laughs> it's on the back of my ear 
And why, why'd you, why'd you resort to getting it? Like, what's the story behind that? Um, oh God, it's such a fun story. I love telling this. Everyone Those are the best talks. ones. Yes. <laughs> Anyone who's known me for like, I want to say the past five or six years knows that that's when I started implementing it. And it was, it started because not because of Nike, of course, everyone thinks that and that's understandable, but, um, Shia LaBeouf came out with a video in front of a green screen one day. <laughs> yeah. And he's like screaming, just do it, just do it. Follow your dreams and stuff like that. And everyone thought it was the funniest thing. Everyone's like, oh my God, he's so crazy. Like what the hell is going on? Like the, the surface level thinking. And for some reason, when I watched it, I thought of it too. I was just like, well, he's going to look crazy. But for some reason, it just kind of like affected me. I, I genuinely just took it in. And I was like, you know, as wild as he's going, he's 100% right. And no one, I don't know if anyone's really listening to him. And I just thought about it for days. I'm like, he's right. Just do it. Why don't you just do it? Anything, everything you want to do. And I started slowly implementing that and telling to my friends whenever they would like tell me their stories of like what's going on. I'm like, bro, just do it. Stop. Something about it. Just do it. Go. And one time I was in Canada, Montreal, beautiful place. I love going there. And I was with my friend and she's like, I'm going to get a tattoo of a little ship or whatever. And I was just like, I kind of want to get one too. Like I've, I've always liked tattoos. I've already had them. And I was like, I should get the just do it tattoo right now. I should just do it. Literally. I was like, oh, oh, I want to get it. And if I get it, I have to make sure that I will always live by that rule for the rest of my life. If I get it on my body, have to, because I don't want a tattoo that's meaningless. It's, for me, it's just like, ah. So I was like, F it, let's just do it. I'm in Canada. I'm in another country. I had to speak French to the tattoo artist. So I had to speak to her in French a little bit, my broken French to show her what I wanted. She's like, okay, okay, okay. And so she goes ahead and does it on my, on my ear. And I got it in the back of my ear for a specific reason as well. Some people, I don't know if it's a common saying, but I've heard a lot of people tell me in order for you not to forget anything, make sure you always keep it in the back of your head. So I put it behind my ear. Um, and luckily as an actress, it also, you don't see it. So that's like a bonus. You talked about the moment where you realized that acting was it for you. I remember my day like it was yesterday when I had that moment of, of when I was like, okay, this is what I'm meant to do. Can you talk about that moment? I just remember sitting in a classroom. I think it was my psychology classroom and I love psychology and I was so good at it. I wanted to be a criminal psychologist, but I remember sitting there and I was like, damn, I'm doing so good. I'm acing everything and I'm still so unhappy. In a way, for me, I was like, I'm wasting my time. Even though I'm getting straight A's and I'm doing really well, I feel in me that I'm wasting my time because something inside of me was like screaming, like, this is not what we want to do. I don't care if you're doing great at it, but this is not the path that you have to take. Dug deep. I was like, why am I feeling this way? What's going on? Acting. That's right. I used to do it when I was younger. What happened to that? My parents, of course, the normal way, go to school, go to college. And when I just examined all that, I realized, wait a second, I stopped acting not because I didn't like it, but because I followed other people's opinions. What do I want to do? I want to act again. And I dropped out of college and I was like, mom, dad, I'm pursuing this full time. <laughs> I did not even get my associates. I'm going to make it. <laughs> and they, my mom was supportive, but worried. My dad was at the beginning, not supportive at all. Very actually bringing me down. But now I'm his favorite actress. He loves it. He's so supportive because he's seen that I did it, that I told him, hey, I'm going to do this. 
I'm not messing around and you should know me. I'm your daughter. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And when he saw the product of that, he's like, I support you. <laughs> you also mentioned that like not having a plan B, no safety nets, right? Like what, yeah. what's the reason behind that? Yeah, I didn't. This works for me. Maybe it works, doesn't work for someone else, but some people go to college and are uh, full-time actresses as well. And, but they're going to college to get a degree just in case maybe this doesn't work out or because they want to do this too. For me that I call it the safety net. I don't want that for me personally, I would be too comfortable. I know myself. And if I would have had that plan B like, Oh, I have my degree here. Like, or let me get this degree because I know I can fall back on it. I'm going to rely on it. And I'm going to always feel comfortable because I'm safe. I have two options. And if this one fails, I got this one. So I'm good in the end. And that comfort, you don't grow from it. They always say, you know, step out of your comfort zone. There's greatness comes outside of your comfort zone. So I was like, nope, I'm not going to have a plan B, no safety net for nothing. I, I don't care. I'm either going to make it or not. And that risk is what pushes me to make it because you look behind you and there's nothing. You're just like, well, the only way is forward. That's it. Like I have no other option. I don't know if you even noticed while saying it, Martha, but the key to starting is self-reflection. You need to like take the time to really ask yourself, what am I doing that's not making me happy? And what do I want to do? Like if you don't know, who's going to know for you? And if you don't know, you're going to let other people decide for you. Your your story is very inspirational. I'm very, I mean, I want to say we're very grateful that you took the time to open up this much and to like, hopefully whoever's listening is relating to it somehow and reflecting keyword reflecting and really taking the time to say what do i want to do with my life and do i want to have a safety net do i want to have fallback or am i gonna commit to this either i fail or i just yeah either you fail or make it what i want to say uh martha is uh you know because you mentioned about your dad and him not believing at first in what you were doing and him coming along and i don't and, and sometimes you know, I tell people, even if it's just not with parents to anyone in general, even if you're not having a product to show at the beginning of it all, it's your self-belief in yourself that are going to allow people to start believing in you. If they see that you are constantly sticking to what it is that you want to do, failure, success or not, whatever, they are going to eventually start saying, man, you know what? I'm proud of what you're doing. You're sticking to it. I think that's the thing when it comes with acting. A lot of times people will say, oh, I want to be an actor. And they're expecting you to give up on it after a while. Yeah. And it's not to say we don't have those battles every once in a while within ourselves, but we know at the end of the day, we've been doing it for X amount of time. We can't go back to something else. So you were never set up to fail in the long run. It's yeah. our job at the end of the day to tell our own stories and not let others tell it for us. And I think those who come to that realization are the ones that find self-happiness, which is something oddly enough rare to find for some reason. I mean, there's reasons. But um, what's creativity for you, Marta? Ooh, um, nice and simple. I know. Oh, God. I'm timed. This is a question. What is creativity for me? <sighs> creativity, man. Oh, pff, you know what? Pouring out all your emotions, regardless of what they are. I feel like there's so many people out there that are so bottled up. And I know everyone says this, like, let your emotions out. But it's so important, especially like as a human being in general, 
that's just important. Acting and creativity, being an artist, a singer, a musician, uh, anything in the entertainment industry, you gotta pour your heart and soul into it. Creativity is all about emotions, about feeling, about once you start feeling that, everything will just start falling into place. You come up with these amazing ideas because you were sad in the moment about a breakup. You came out with a beautiful song or because um, you just lost a parent and you're acting in a scene where you have to cry for some reason and you create this beautiful piece of art. And within doing all that, you help people along the way. So just opening up your emotions, feeling what you feel, because it's okay, we're all human, and just make something beautiful out of that. That was a beautiful way to like tell the audience your story. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Just do what you want. Like, just be happy. And even if I don't end up making it, which I highly doubt that will happen, I will, manifesting, I'm enjoying the journey and I'll be happy regardless. You know what they say about actors? They say, you know, a lot of actors have their zipper stuck. So you oh. have to let it down. You show what's on the inside, zip it back up, and then you go home. Bam, I love that. Yeah. And yeah. just do it. It was a pleasure, Martha, talking with you. I enjoyed it. It's the first sort of like actual real conversation that we got to have. And yeah. I hope that you come back. I hope you enjoyed yourself as well. I'd love to. Thank you so much. It was awesome. Thank you guys for watching. And as always, stay creative. <laughs>